Even worse, the sorcerer's specter had picked himself a young, fit, and fast body, not an old, flabby, and slow one. But on the upside, apparently, slinging spells was a challenge when wearing someone else's skin, hence the big knife and bad attitude. There were screams, shouts, and chaos from the first and second floors. We now had the third-floor hallway all to ourselves. Everyone had either fled downstairs or barricaded themselves in the bedrooms that lined the hall. Unfortunately, in the Satyr's Grove, the more expensive ladies were on the top floor, and our quarry had decided to splurge. I'd gotten separated from my guardian bodyguards in the stampede of working girls and clients on the two floors below. I couldn't stop to wait for them. I'd been tracking this specter all week. I'd found him, and he was not getting away. We'd had a plan. A good plan. But like most plans I'd been involved with lately, it had gone straight down the crapper moments after implementation— I was upstairs. The specter was upstairs. But the man with the containment box to trap the specter in was somewhere in the chaos downstairs. Get him to stand still! shrieked the necromancer. Yeah, I was sure he'd do that, just as soon as he got close enough to start killing me. The specter-possessed man was chasing me. Sid, The necromancer on loan from the college's necrology department was chasing the man. At the same time, he was waving around a little drawstring bag of something he'd promised would keep the specter in his host body until an exorcist could extract him. With the choice of a naked guy with a knife versus an evil sorcerer with 3,000 years of practice, I was all for the specter staying right where he was. Then it wouldn't matter if the containment box that was downstairs found its way upstairs. My job had been to find the specter. That had been the easy part. But judging from the ruckus and outraged, upper-class-sounding voices coming from downstairs, Michael and his boys had caught some of Mid's elite with their trousers down or their robes up. Getting caught being naughty by the commander of the Conclave Guardians and a dozen of his best knights had heaped mortification on top of outrage. So until Michael could cut through that crowd with the containment box, it was just me and Sid. And a dead-end hallway. How crap. I drew a long dagger and spun to face tall, naked, and pissed. And he stopped dead in his tracks, eyes wide in recognition. He probably didn't know who I was, but he knew what I was. What he saw was a slender elf with red hair, pale skin probably paler than usual right now, and gray eyes wide with either mere panic or basic terror. But the thing he sensed coiled and eagerly waiting inside of me was what froze him to the spot. The Isle of Mid was haunted. Not by the chain-rattling, cold-spot, moaning sort of specters. This sorcerer and five of his co-conspirators had escaped from the Sagrid, a soul-stealing stone of unlimited power. They weren't dead, but they weren't exactly alive either. A couple thousand years ago, 
This guy had probably tried to use the Sagra to do something he shouldn't, and by some mishap had gotten himself sucked inside. Through a few mishaps of my own, I was linked to the Sagrat. My life's goal had become to find a way to sever that link. But for now, the Rock and I were locked in a struggle of wills. It wanted me to use its power so it could take my soul, or possibly my sanity, one nibble at a time. But mostly, it wanted me to feed it. And right now, it wanted the ancient shadow I saw reflected in the man's eyes, and it wanted it badly. My link to the Sagrid made me the Conclave Guardian's specter-hunting bloodhound. Not only could I sense the specters, I could see them. Lucky me.